Will man rob God? Yet you are robbing me? But you say, How have we robbed you? In your tithes and contributions. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. Malachi 3 8-10 If you attended church, you have heard this word, tithing. My parents would give my siblings and me two dollars on Sundays, one dollar for Sunday school and one dollar to buy candy after church. And we did. Maybe we would keep the two dollars on some Sundays and buy extra candy. But that was a rare occurrence. Tithing means. The tithe is specifically mentioned in the books of Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. The first tithe is giving of one-tenth of agricultural produce, after the giving of the standard teruma, to the Levite, or Aaronic priests. Historically, during the first temple period, the first tithe was given to the Levites. Deuteronomy 14.23 says, The purpose of tithing is to teach you always to put God first in your lives. God doesn't need your money, but He wants what it represents, your heart. He wants you to trust Him. Tithe, from Old English Teogothian, 10th, a custom dating back to Old Testament times and adopted by the Christian church whereby lay people contributed a tenth of their income for religious purposes, often under ecclesiastical or legal obligation. Short answer, yes. Longer answer, in Matthew 23 23, Jesus advised that people focus on justice, compassion and faithfulness while not neglecting to tithe. Granted, this passage occurs before the crucifixion and resurrection. So some, they may argue that the Old Testament concept of tithing was negated at that time. I always thought tithing was limited to money, give 10% of your money to the church. As I grew and heard adults dispute tithing, I became confused. The dispute was always centered on how the church spent the money. Unfortunately, I was privy to more than my mind can comprehend. Therefore, I did not spend too much time dwelling on this topic. But of course, one cannot read the Bible without coming across the importance of tithing. This past weekend I was mulling something else in my mind. As I was celebrating my 27th wedding anniversary, I was moved to write a blog post to encourage others to invest wisely in their marriages. I am passionate about marriage, children and families. I feel if we can mend those broken relationships, we will begin to see a glimpse of hope in our society. But something held me back from writing the post. I dismissed it from my mind and proceeded to read my scripture for the day. The Bible reading for that say was about the widow who donated all her money. She gave from her need, not her want. She gave all that she had. She was poor yet she still gave. I knew I was not poor like her so my giving would never measure up to what she did. And it is not supposed to. It was right at that moment where I felt the spirit once again stir within me. All these years, I limited tithing to money. And it is not only about the money. It is more than that. Money comes from God anyway, so it belongs to Him anyway. There is nothing I can offer God that He does not already own, except my broken spirit, my contrite heart. God taught me at that moment that when He lays on my heart to share, it is a calling. I may not feel equipped or I may be too broken to share but that should never stop God's work. His ministry to others does not live or die by my feelings and emotions. If I choose to be in His Word daily, read, pray, meditate and grow from His Word, then I am called to impart His words on others. I am only called to share. I cannot impose or force, 
I cannot change anyone, I cannot be their God but I can be an instrument in God's hand. In addition to tithing with our money, we are also called to tithe with our hearts, sorrows, joys, brokenness, wholeness, lessons and blessings. God does not permit trials to destroy us, He allows them, so we and others may be fully restored and reconciled to Him. Once again, it is not always about us, it is so much bigger than us. And this is not limited to a certain group of people who serve in the church. This is a calling for all people who desire to know God, to enjoy His goodness, to lavish in His love, to receive His promises and to live happily ever after. So let's not just give 10%, let us give 100% to love and then serve each other.